Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas today. Oh my gosh, if you love music, you're going to love this episode. If you love the cannabis space we've hit that a couple times the last couple weeks you're gonna love this episode and on the podcast today is my new friend salvador santana yes the name may sound familiar and you may know and love his music and you're gonna hear his incredible story of not only music and life but launching a new company in the cannabis space and just some amazing advice today. So Salvador, it is so great to have you on the podcast. Right on, Justin. Thank you for having me. Dude, Glad I'm to be here. so excited you're here. Um, some of you may recognize the name. Um, you know, Salvador's father is Carlos Santana. And, 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 and gosh, Salvador, I had so much fun researching you and your family in the music industry. And we're going to talk about that because, I mean, that's part of being an entrepreneur is in the music space. It's just a, a huge part of building your brand and whatnot. Um, we're going to unpack that. And then we're going to get into, um, Salvador, your brand new venture with Via in the cannabis space. So let's do this though. I was doing my homework on you. Um, I, I loved reading your story, kind of growing up and whatnot. But you got into. Let's talk about music first. You got into the music industry at age five, right? You started playing piano. So talk about your path, kind of how you at least got into that industry. Yeah, sure, absolutely. So first, I'll I'll, I'll thank you for introducing me. I'll introduce myself too. I'm, I'm Salvador Santana. Uh, I'm an Afro Chicano from the Bay Area in California. I'm a musician, producer, entrepreneur, an advocate for equality. I'm, I'm a proud father uh, and now a kind of businessman. As well I love it. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So so to answer your question, I mean, honestly, I feel like I got into the music industry just, just from being born, you know, just arriving to this planet and just being here. Uh, it's it's in my blood. Both my grandfathers were, were both musicians um, and uh, on both sides of my family, one in from Louisiana, who's a blues jazz musician, amazing guitarist and singer by the name of Saunders King, and also my other grandfather coming from Mexico, my dad's dad, um, who was an incredible singer, violinist. Um, both barely had any education and worked their way up and were local legends on their wow. own. So it, it, runs in, it runs in the blood. So for me, I honor that, my heritage, and understanding all that. Music was introduced to me at very early on. Like you said, drums. <clears throat> right. The drum set was my first instrument. Wow. Actually, yeah. At the age of like two or three, there's photos of me sitting on my dad's lap and he's controlling the um, <laughs> That's crazy. He's controlling the pedals, you know, the foot, the, right. the kick drum and the hi-hat because I can't reach it and I'm, I'm messing around with the sticks up top with the snare and the cymbals. So he really wanted me to understand rhythm and tempo uh, and having a sense of that feeling before diving into the world of pitch, wow. harmony, tonality, melodies, harmonies, things of that, chords, things of that nature. So drums was first. I started messing around on guitar a little bit around five, six, and then around, like you said, around five, six, six or seven, 
the piano was introduced to me and it just, it just made sense from day one. Wow. Um, and last but not least, Herbie, Herbie Hancock is, is like my hero. Everything I, <laughs> I do, I try to emulate. Uh, wow. The worst thing he's done is still dope and it's still amazing. So that, that's, that's why, that's why I strive to be. That's really cool. Now, did you know you had like, it's one thing to take piano lessons, right? Or to take percussion, being a, in the jazz band. I saw that you, you had done that and whatnot. But it's another to know right. that you kind of have that feel for pitch, for rhythm and whatnot. I mean, did you feel it and know then? Or, or, or was it around a certain instrument that you found that, you know, that connection? That's actually a really great question. Uh, I, I think it's a little bit of both. I think the drums really helped... Uh, me having an understanding of percussion, rhythm, tempo, and how that works, um, then it really kind of opened up my eyes in seeing at a young age how the piano and even guitars, uh, though they make melody, they're actually more percussive instruments than they are like like a horn. You sure. know? Technically, to me, everything is a percussive instrument. Um, but it really helped uh, me to understand that I can apply the same rhythms that I was learning at a young age. And uh, my father and a lot of um, musicians and, and um mentors that he surrounded himself with taught me that all the music that we hear and love it, it, it it's all birthed and it all comes from africa wow. so i really started listening to african music and african drumming um afro-cuban and just listen just making all these connections at a young at a young age and here and without people necessarily having to explain it to me i could just hear and right. feel the connection so um, I was able to transfer that those feelings over into other instruments and from drums carrying over into piano or the keyboards. It just, like I said, it just made sense from, from day one for me. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I had, you know, of course went back and pulled some of your old, I say old, <laughs> not that old music. Um, keep smiling. We got something which I, there's this really cool bass sound in that. That is awesome. It's all about money. I love oh, rise up. Right I on. love rise up. Um, into the light. Give me Thank your you. best. The syncopation on give me your best is like my favorite. It kind of sounds like an old DC talk, like rhythm. I don't know. I just, there's some cool action. Oh, on wow. that. Right on. It's really cool. I had so much fun going back and pulling the songs up. Um, do you write Thank your, you, I appreciate it. Okay, do you write your own music or, or what's your what's your creative process? Yeah, absolutely. The most of the music you just named off of, uh, that that those were all collaborations. Uh, the Keyboard City record, the one with Keep Smiling yeah. and uh, it's all about money. Some of those other joints. That was a co- amazing collaboration I got to do with. Um, again, another uh, keyboard uh, hero of mine, um, Mr. Uh, Money Mark, uh, who's wow. basically like the fourth, yeah, the fourth uh, band member uh, uh, for the Beastie Boys, who did a lot of their musical compositions and arrangements um, and what have you. So, getting to collaborate with him and kicking his brain, watching his creative process at the time, and for me being in my early and mid twenties at the time, just, you know, having a good understanding of how things work and how my creative process goes, but then also making room to watch others and see how they've been doing it and try to inst- just, just try to be like a sponge. You know, I've, sure. I've watched and observed so many uh, people uh, turn into greats and how they become greats is by observing others. The same Interesting. Uh, iron sharpens iron or steel sharpens steel. I just do my best to observe. So, so collaboration, I feel like is, is an amazing opportunity to learn from others and learn a little bit more about yourself and how you can, how in this case for me, I can uh, grow and step up and be just that much better of a musician than in this case than I was, you know, previously. So that, all those records uh, were, were collaborations. And sure. the one you just mentioned too, the rise up, that was, um, uh, that was a collaboration with uh, a super amazing 
producer by the name of uh, Klaus Klaus Dierendorf or Klaus D. Yep. Um, and then also uh, a buddy of mine, Azdrew Sierra from from the from the band Also Motley. Um, we got together and and did Give Me Your Best. Uh, was the other one on that? Um, Give Me Your Best and uh, if you, It Ain't Enough. Uh, and then that those two songs actually allowed us to. Uh, do the most recent collaboration that I put out last year, which is Azure and I, we combined, we, uh, we collaborated, combined forces and call ourselves the remixicans. And that <laughs> dropped last year. I love it. That's so yeah, cool. And, and that, that's a full record and that dropped last year. Y'all, you can check it out. Totally. I saw that. Uh, yep. uh, you can check it out there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's cool, man. It's a cool vibe. And I just, I learned so much now, now I'm in the, in the mode where I am, uh, I'm definitely, since I've been at home a little bit more right. these days, you know, than, than touring and doing the things that I, I was normally and getting back into a routine of doing. Now I find myself being at home. I was able to really hone in and put together an area in my space where I can have a, a, a home studio or a home creative spot. Now sure. I've been writing and actually scoring a lot oh. for, for film and for television, um, which has been great too. It's work. It's just constantly working a muscle and just expanding my my web and my palette. So um, that's awesome. Yeah, that's what being an entrepreneur, that's what being an entrepreneur and now a father, uh, a parent is all about. Just, just go out and get it how you can. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I was actually thinking about this the last couple of weeks, you know, especially during COVID and just the impact it's had on a, a lot of like live performance and up and coming musicians. And I mean, you ha- have already launched a lot of product and whatnot, but um, talk about what, as, as a musician, you've had your own band, you've had, collaborations in, in terms of um you know performance and whatnot I, how is it similar to being an entrepreneur starting your own company and we're going to get to via in a moment but like you know you, you're essentially building a company around yourself right it's, it's your brand it's your music it's your mm-hmm. um it's the the people that are with you but talk about some of the similarities you found on the music side and then i want to jump over to the business side in a moment yeah there, i mean gosh man there's so many there's so many ways to, to, um, you know, to answer that. Uh, for me, I feel like the, the music side again is in order to really, uh, hone in and figure out exactly how for me as an artist, I want to express myself. It's just learning as much as you possibly can and being open to what you're, uh, to what's being presented to you. Um, it's really hard, but if you can, especially from a creative standpoint, man, leave your personal issues and leave, leave your opinions at the door, man. They're just, it's not, from my experience, that doesn't help. You know, you really just need sure. to absorb as much information and knowledge because you just never know. Like something may be super, super useful, you know, and especially in the musical world, you know, I don't throw away any melodies. Um, I love coloring outside the lines, meaning like playing chords or love that. dissonance, you know? Sure. Uh, yeah. I love exploring with stuff like that. You know, some of the, some of the great stuff that my father and, 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 uh, like Miles Davis, like people that he looked up to. And, and I've been reading a lot of quotes uh, of greats like them, like the Miles Davises. And they said, you know, or even John Coltrane, and they say, you know, play all the notes. There's, there's nothing wrong with right. that. Play all of them. <laughs> right. And that's, just, that's just kind of my, that's kind of my, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Justin, I just don't want to limit myself. I feel like that from a creative and a musical standpoint and therefore transferring over to a business standpoint, I think that also is very, uh, is very useful to, to have that in mind. And now that I'm being an entrepreneur, you got to learn for me, I, I got to learn the fundamentals of everything. You know, I got to oversee so many things 
uh, yes, I, I'm blessed to be in a position where I can have people helping me out and delegate so I don't have to micromanage everything again, especially since I'm still learning how to be a new parent. So, and, and <laughs> right. in this, and like you said, in this, in this, co- and, and in this era of COVID and us being, you know, just got to be extra, extra safe and careful these days, just with everything. Um, I just, it just, it just makes me really, uh, whatever I think or any actions I'm considering, I always, I always give it some thought and some conscious, uh, and put some conscious consciousness or awareness around it. And I just want to make the best decisions for myself and now for my son, you know, for, for my family. Um, so I, love that. so I feel like musically and business wise, I'm just trying to keep an open mind with everything and try to save all the opinions and all that, all that stuff. <laughs> put that on the side. Know. Right. Um, you know, I, I try, I do my best. It's, it's hard though, <laughs> especially right now. Um, <laughs> with what's all going on. Um, but we will save that for another, that another podcast. So wh- I'm going to ask you this again in a minute, but just thinking about like your music career thus far, when you look back, if you know, there are a lot of people listening that have, have are probably thinking, man, I, you know, I've been wanting to write music or I've got an idea. I've got, I've been wanting to take, you know, fill in the blank piano lessons, guitar lessons, start singing. Um, I think I've got some talent. Like what, what would be two or three lessons learned from just your music side of things that you would share with those that are listening? And then we'll jump right over into Via. Man, those, that's a great question, Justin. I, I, I do my best to, uh, when I'm, when I'm explaining this, cause now I'm a little seasoned, uh, right. in this industry. I do my yeah. best to, I do my best to try to be on the cusp where I'm still learning. I'm still a student, but I can, I can also be a teacher and teach those that are, like you said, just literally like starting out and give them a little bit of, um, as much advice as I, as I can. Uh, again, I'll, I'll go back to what I said again, a, a second ago about, you know, both music or in the creative world and business, just got to keep an open mind, you know, leave the biz, leave the opinions and the business, uh, leave your opinions and personal stuff at the door, you know, and, and also just really, if you can, for me, it just boils down to, um, I was never like my father being, uh, at one point raised, uh, on the streets, you know, at one wow. point he was actually homeless uh, wow. in, in San Francisco before he, uh, grew into what now is everyone calling the legend that is uh, for me he's my dad but for carlos uh, but at one point he was he was homeless and still trying to figure it out and what i bring i bring all that up being i bring all that up in in the sense that for me i look back on what people before me have done you know in order for for the in order for me to take advantage and really capitalize on the position that i've been blessed to be in um and so for me that's the other thing i share with them is no matter what your past says you have you all everyone always has an opportunity to to rewrite you know their story uh, it's always it's always an edit a working process and so for me that's what i share i said what i did before is what i did before but i have a chance to say hey this is what i'm doing right now um and with the music that i that i foresee uh happening in the near future for myself and collaborations and for my um, own music uh both for film and television and working that muscle as well as my own uh you know solo projects and, sure. uh, and songs if you will and now with Baya and getting into the cannabis world uh just everything i do it's, it's just that simple mantra of, hey bro you just you do you it's right. just that simple nobody right. else can be nobody else can be you you got your own fingerprints but learn a little bit from what inspires and then go ahead and you do your thing so that you can aspire 
to be who you're supposed to be. And that's that's the advice that I do my best to give on a consistent basis. To, I love that. To the young up-and-comers. And to myself, because I'm still up-and-coming. <laughs> right, like, of I'm, course. I'm no, but, I mean, you've so. been around it longer than a lot of people. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, you, you, that encouragement and providing some hope to those, you know, that are out there, that it's, it's tough to take risks, it's tough to put yourself out there, but that's the only way you're going to learn, right? Absolutely, and, and a lot, especially in this society, I feel like, uh, well, I should say in our society, we it's and for us, for us fellas, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, man, I'm not supposed to show vulnerability. That ain't cool. You're not supposed right. to show weakness. You're not supposed but to show. What's wrong with that? And it's for actually, me, you know, makes you more look, human. I'm with you. Well, no, absolutely. And not only that, Justin, I feel like it's it's the opposite. I feel like uh, in certain situations, especially in creative in a in a creative process i feel like vulnerability is is a strength it's like a superhuman strength wow. you know that's where you really dig deep and really for me like the best melodies and the best ideas for me that have come out have when i really have dug deep and went beyond uh my emotions and feelings it's almost like tapping into something else that i, I don't know it's like watching an amazing you know musician or performer just on stage and you know when something is inc- or an actor reciting a, an incredible uh, monologue you know when something is incredibly difficult when somebody makes it look really easy, you know, <laughs> totally. uh, and one of my, one of my favorites, like, like Kobe, he would do that uh, on a regular basis, you know, right. and people like, people like him who just, you know, their, their, their standard was excellence. Wow. And for me, I just do my best to surround myself with, with that energy. Um, yeah, I love that. Forward. Well, I love that. And I'm a big energy fan. I, I love this quote. So the main ingredient to my inspiration and creative joy drive is joy. And you want to use music in a positive way and give people, uh, give back to people in need and um, totally agree with your... Hey, who I said mean, that? I don't know. Someone, someone like you. That's cool. <laughs> that's nah, a quote that's, that that's I read. Cool. Sometimes pretty I awesome, forget, dude. No, nah, I appreciate that. Sometimes I forget what I say and I need to <laughs> not practice what I preach, but I need to remind myself of those things to, I think to that's move awesome. forward. So, thank you. Well, that's that's great. Let me segue over into Via. So, um, obviously, you know, let's go. Let's yeah, and uh, lots of great production work, um, albums, products around that, performance and whatnot. So, where did the the um, getting into the cannabis business idea come up, and how did you how did you get yeah. started in that space? Yeah, absolutely. So, with with the cannabis world, my involvement, I got I got into it because well. Again, growing up in the Bay Area, you know, seeing cannabis or just it, it, I didn't have to see it. It was all around me all the time. (laughs) Just you know, going to going to going to my dad's concert, right? You know, being exposed to it from seeing the audience members uh, to just the musicians and the people that would. But for me, it was it was one of those things where it was never brought. it, It was never presented to me where it was like. Uh, like in back in the day with the dare program and right. for me growing up in the eighties and the nineties, it was all about like how pot or I know pot weed, and marijuana, marijuana was equal. Exactly. To, right. It, but it was, and it was equal to heroin or like, you know, narcotics or things on that level. And I just, I told myself, I'm like, I don't understand. Like everybody around me is so positive with it. Like when I go, like when people would go to Italy or Greece, like, you know, people would just be drinking wine and even like little kids be taking sips, nothing crazy, it's right. not, but it's not taboo. People are educated around it and there's no shame is the key word there's no shame around it right. and and for me and for me i always had a positive uh, um, uh, presentation from it uh, from the very beginning so but what what got me wanting to be involved in the business was i told myself at a pretty young age you know, even before i really started smoking to be honest or or participating sure. or what have you i told myself i said if i was ever to get involved in cannabis in whatever level it would be like you 
like you said a second ago, or what I guess what I said a second ago, to <laughs> make a difference in, right. the, in the communities, especially in the black and brown, because for me being Afro-Chicano and having part of my uh, side of my family being African-American, the other side being of Mexican-American Chicano, um, I see a lot of brothers and sisters in both from where I'm from, Northern California, now living in, in Los Angeles down here. Sure. All the time I'm hearing about brothers and sisters getting locked up or continuously being treated unfairly. Wow. And especially in the last few years where it's been legal over here, you know, and I'm still hearing about it. And so as of recently, I've been really wanting to get more, become more of a, not an activist. I've met activists. I've gotten to hang out with Dolores Huerta and she is the activist. She is an incredible human being and she just being around her energy is, is inspirational. Wow. Um, I love but I would that. consider myself more of an advocate for, for equality. That's fair. Um, and, and that's for me finding out that that's who I am and who I've always been. And that's who my family and who we are and the people who surround ourselves. I was like, all right, I can use that vertical not use it i want to use that vertical and if i was to get into the cannabis world that would be that would be like the main um not weapon but that would be my my main primary uh way of getting into it because that's that's the, that's for me is the inspiration and therefore that is the story that gives it legs to to have it move and also for me that's what gives me the motivation to actually do something it's not just about this that's about making money uh, uh and being rich it. and you know you know, uh, making it rain in music videos. It's not, it really isn't about that for me. It's about using that blueprint model of sustainability, what corporations do, and taking it into black and brown communities, those that are being continuously treated unfairly by the laws and policies, um, and using it through social equity so that we can all get some. And there's a way for all of us to have it. We can share it and Got do it. amazing things with it, <laughs> you know, with, with the... Uh, with the profits and totally. what have you. So that was the main reason of wanting to get into it. And then found myself in a position where I can uh, co, uh, what's it called? Co-align. Co okay. Either with, co-found uh, or co, yeah, work partner up. Yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. I messed up the word there. No, I, actually, I'm just trying to think. Of a, um, yeah, go ahead. It's, a, it's, it's, it's what we call a white, it's a white label, but I'm, I'm actually been calling it a black and brown label deal <laughs> where um, label. a buddy That's of mine funny. who I met a kid, <laughs> Yeah, a black and brown label <laughs> right, deal. Like I met a, a gentleman. A gentleman I met up in the Bay Area. Um, actually, I was shooting a, a documentary uh, right before COVID shut down earlier this year, or shut everything down earlier sure. this year. And uh, we were up in the Bay Area filming um, myself, my creative uh, director, um, and the gentleman, uh, and and actually um, uh, also a, a friend of mine who helps. Basically, just my two my team members Got came it. up and helped Got us. It put this documentary together. We're filming a whole bunch of people and also uh, people that are in the industry as well as my involvement and in wanting to get involved in the industry, not as a, uh, not as a, a businessman per se at the time, more as a, a, an advocate again for equality in the cannabis world that led to myself meeting uh, Deji Simmons, who is part of special branch okay. uh, and the cloud nine brand up in Oakland, California. Yep. I was interviewing him. We were talking. Next thing you know, we're talking about doing a black and brown label deal. Oh, wow. yeah, let's, if okay. we're gonna, let's, let's just not talk about it. Let's actually do walk it. it. Let's actually right. do it. Right. Yeah. And so and what does that mean? Like, so how did that, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. How did that start off? Like, what did that mean for you and, and whatnot? Well, it, it meant, again, opportunity. And also it meant that 
the universe is everything is supposed to be happening when it's supposed to be happening. And for so a reason. The other totally. advice from before the, that, and then also the other advice I would say too, from from before to young up and coming, and just and everything in general. Man, you gotta stay patient. You just gotta stay patient. You just gotta. Dude, stay, patience gotta stay is focused. my. my We're so personally, I struggle with patience, yeah. but and you, you know, when you try to force things, do. is when they don't work out, right? But then when things naturally fit together, or like that that chance meeting to led into a business opportunity, right? I mean, it wasn't by chance. 100%, 100%. In, in my experience, the most things that I forced, especially from a creative standpoint, I ended up just, you know, crumpling it up and throwing it away in the trash right. or leaving it on the shelf. The things that just happened naturally or when they happened when they weren't forced and it was it was supposed to happen, you let allow it to happen, that's, that's when it's supposed to be. And so sure. for me, it was just one of those where if it happens naturally and organically, I, mean, I just go with it. It's an energy thing. I'll yep. figure the stuff out as we go and i'll figure the, the other stuff i'll figure the main stuff out now you know as soon as possible and the other stuff later but if it feels right man go for it you know totally. especially in this day and age where uh things are so accessible on our iphones and on, on our on our laptops and everything we have we don't we don't have patience because everything is so accessible like instantaneous right it's, it's so for me like the creative process teaches me to stay patient because it's a journey it's a marathon it's not a sprint um and that's what also life has taught me i love that and i you know it's interesting like you talk about when you you know you you run into that kind of energy and and where things click and you make decisions and it's interesting that people watching you or from the outside may not understand why you made that decision but you know you 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 know when it's right does that make sense oh absolutely and that's fine i you know there's always going to be people questioning totally uh, everyone's totally. decisions all the all the time but i'll give you a great example for me again with the last name and everybody um i always tell people my folks taught me that there's always going to be advantages and disadvantages to life in general and to everything that that makes up of life it's how you it's what you focus on sure. is what determines your character and determines your mood determines you it, it defines you so they've always taught me to reminded me to um focus on more of the positives and the advantages rather than the negatives and the disadvantages but one thing that has been consistent it's been kind of right in between for me consistently has been the last name uh people will judge me based off of what they think they know about me you know totally. for better or for worse and things of that nature um and from the people are always gonna have opinions uh if i play guitar like my father people will be like oh you play guitar just like your dad <laughs> well why didn't you play another instrument is that right. provide a lot of pressure on you so, oh my God. so i'm like okay so so i play piano oh you play piano oh you play oh you, oh, you play everything but guitar well, why don't you play guitar like your dad? You know, totally. so it's like for me, I've, I've learned and I've, I've heard a lot of people say, you're never going to satisfy everyone. And that's fine. You know, for me, I've, I've learned that none of us can, though. That's actually it doesn't matter if your there last is. name is and, and so or Santana. No, I can't please everybody it, either. It, <laughs> you know, but you know what? I, I channel that and use it as an advantage. I mean, totally. like, all right, well, if that's the case, then I'm going to work it to my advantage rather than be like, well, that's a bummer. I really wish right. it would be like this and then try to force it to be something that try to force us like i saw my son don't force a square piece into the circle piece buddy you got to do the, you got to find the Love circle that. piece and th- just don't force that so it's kind of the same thing i'm in in training my son he's teaching me actually a lot more than i'm teaching him um but i i feel like i'm living vicariously all over again totally. through life and going through the fundamentals That's again so and it's actually very advantageous for me to be able to apply that those things on the fundamental level into uh, what I'm doing, both with music and now with Baya. Um, and it helps so I don't, I can have a little bit more patience and not take things as personal. Sure. Easier said than done. However, 
it, it helps me keep it keeps me on the straight and narrow and those those uh mindful thoughts help me definitely keep me on the straight and narrow for sure i love that now talk about via like talk, talk about what, yeah. what the products are like the services kind of like how it's structured um and what's your role yeah. and whatnot yeah absolutely so i'm def i'm definitely the founder uh president well of via and, and it's obviously a co-collaboration again with myself with deji simmons with special branch special branch times via got it vice perfect versus, whatever the perfect it's great nowadays yep. and on that theme via is ancient wisdom meets modern medicine or ancient wisdom times modern medicine again whatever y'all kids say that's our book <laughs> and we <laughs> and we are we are the ancient wisdom times modern medicine that that's our slogan we are we at via we are diverse uh, from from the heritage of our founders, like I explained before, being Afro-Chicano and really just being uh, as authentic to not only who I am uh, as the founding member and what I represent, but also put, putting that into the brand itself, uh, to the cultural references uh, that we refer to, to our uh, partners, uh, our producer partners, and the consumers, obviously, that we want to connect with. We are diverse at our core. And at VIA, we... Uh, VIA was created, the purpose of VIA for me was created to promote uh, wellness and human development and wellness uh, with the sacred plant, with, mm. with, with cannabis. Love it. Because it's been here since the beginning of time. It's been uh, used in ancient uh, practices and through ancient wisdom, native wisdom, and through ritualistic um, practices, not like you know right. nothing culty right. or nothing like that but like you know be like like ancient getting one getting in touch uh with not only yourself but with this ritualistic of again we're living in such a fast-paced world Absolutely. you know we have been i don't are you a coffee person justin or you know you, uh, i'm a i'm a soda i drink like a i, I know this is sound uh, crazy i'm not a coffee guy but i'll drink like a coke okay. zero in the morning you know like not a lot of soda but i need <laughs> i need some caffeine <laughs> well but even then you you have a ritual you i did i you do. do your thing and yep. then you you grab a coke zero you flip over in the top you hear that sound that <laughs> satisfaction of right before you're about to there's a ritual and that's, that's right. what we here at Bio we promote that ritual of sitting down however you consume cannabis it's your ritual you sit down you have a moment for yourself you put on um we can we'll, we advise we can provide um music as well since i'm a musician totally. we can provide music and 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 um even prayers or or written uh excuse me like like poems or or a spoken word so that people totally. can vibe uh with the product as well enjoy the product as well as listen to this so that you can help set the mood and give again a, through native wisdom and ritualistic practices you can have uh human de human development and wellness in your life again through this by honoring this sacred plant uh and the services that can provide conscious and self-development um and last but not least via we give back we support yeah, all that and we yep. are fighting for the community of growers and people in the cannabis world black and brown especially that came before us and honoring them um, and again, doing, making a difference. So we rearrange the narrative and the stigma, um, especially in the black and brown communities that totally. so we can all get some in the cannabis world. And actually we can do it probably, if not just as good, probably better wow. <laughs> than the corporate. Wow. So that's, that's, that's what, that's what we're going for right now. Bio, we, we are offering flour, um, in four different flavors. We have sativa, a sativa hybrid, 
an indica hybrid and an indica i'm putting together the names right now literally as as wow. we speak i'm putting together and what the is names. the difference um, in those for those that are new to the cannabis space or just don't sure. you know, haven't had a chance to learn much about it yet yeah great question i was actually gonna just just talk about that uh, so sativa is uh that's that's the daytime and that's that's what we put we put on we'll have on the labels descriptions when you go to the grocery store i see a lot of people like look on the back of the box what's in this is there hydrogen oil heck no i'm not giving that to my kids stuff like <laughs> right. so the same thing i see when i go into the dispensaries or, or what have you i've done research i see a lot of people they shop online they read they want to they want to know the specs they want to know what they're about to invest in so with us we have full transparency um in the products and on, on what and, and the packaging that we put the products in so with our sativa that's the daytime stuff we put a little sun uh icon on there to let people know you can enjoy this Got it. um and still maintain uh civil you know uh, coherent conversation <laughs> during with the everybody day. And still be yourself. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And, and for me, I, I, I uh, enjoy sativas when I'm trying to be creative. If I'm in the studio, if I need to get some ideas done, it's during the day. I still need to, you know, be on standby and be coherent in case, um, in case my son needs me or what have you. Sativas is, and the sativa hybrid is where it's at. Um, the indica hybrid is definitely more nighttime, but you can still party with it. You can still, again, be social. Um, the indica that we're offering is definitely, it would even challenge Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg and Tommy Chong. Uh, I've tried a little bit of it and it, it, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm putting it out there. It's, it's, <laughs> I it's it. fire. I <laughs> wow. will. Yeah. It, I mean, it's all fire, but the indica is definitely for not <laughs> the novice. Uh, uh, I will, I will say that for sure. Cause I don't want to get, I don't want to get in trouble. Um, and it's only <laughs> sure. available in and it's only available in California. So Got it. Yeah. Right for all now. listening, uh, we just want to start off and, then, and have a go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're, if we're yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to take all the numbers. We want to take everything and collect everything, and then and figure out how we can broaden and sure. expand it. Uh, so we're at, for right now, we're just keeping it uh, in my home state of California. And that seems to be the um, case for a lot of the of the companies in this industry. Is that just because of just regulation and whatnot? Yeah, mostly. However, you. Again, you really, uh, for me as a entrepreneur and definitely as a now cannabis businessman and with my own brand and now cannabis business, I, I, man, I got to stay on top of so many, um, let alone uh, business moves that are possible, laws and regulations sure. and things, wow. let alone federally on a state on a state level, just so that I can keep up with with the next best business moves that I can do for for myself and the company. So, um, it's, it's, again, I'm learning so much, staying patient and doing my best to absorb everything and feel like I'm not studying for a, a crazy exam sure. at the end of the year or something like that, you know, oh um, but I will say it's, it, it's, it's, it's available. Um, it will be available at the end of this, if you, whatever you want to call this year, 2020, uh, and early 2021, it'll be available, Got it. uh, between now and then, uh, it will be, you can find it, uh, at via.earth. Uh, everything is there, our Instagram and, um, all the, uh, what do you call it? All the, uh, socials sure. are on there. Instagram, all the, everyone can follow and check all that out. Um, oh, and then for music might as well. And then for the music side, if anybody's interested in checking more stuff out, what I'm up to musically, chabrosantana.com and same thing. All the socials are up there. I love too. that. Um, and why, why I do it, Justin, last but not least is I, I love this Maya Angelou quote, man. People are not going to remember you by what you said. People are not going to remember you by what you even did. People are going to remember you by how you made them feel. Mm, uh, I love and that. I can, I can tell people, I can tell people that when they invest in Via, 
I would want, we want at Via, want them to feel like they are chill, blissed, healed, intrigued, whole, inspired, entertained, informed, and honored. Wow, that's uh, that, a list. I feel like is. <laughs> Yeah, and I actually, it took it. all my willpower to, re- to, to memorize to remember that. all that too. Uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah, it's like memorizing <laughs> but lyrics. <laughs> but but the la- but but all of them are important. But the last one, honored, is the most. I feel like is the most important. It's really important to to honor yourself um, and with self help, uh, self help and care, wellness, mental health. Man, whatever we got to do to keep ourselves in the game and in this marathon, you totally. know, of that what we call life. Um, and I feel like Baya, it has the opportunity and is created for that opportunity to offer that to those that really seek that on any kind of level, um, no matter in the cannabis world, novice, uh, sort of intermediate, right in between seasoned, you know, like myself, or if you like on that Tommy Chong. Sure. Snoop Dogg, Willie Nelson level, like it's it's all there for you. Uh, last but not least, and investing in Viat too, you will also be um, enabled the ability to create sustainability through Black and Brown and through communities, and allow them to help them generate social equity. Got it. Um, so that's that's who we are at Viat. That's what we do, and that's why I'm so grateful and blessed to be a part of this and to um, have this vertical and this angle. Um, it's it's really cool. So it's an honor for me. That's awesome. Part of What's been uh, if you had to pick one or two challenges or lessons learned and in, in getting involved in this space and getting a business launched? You know, I'd, I'd say in parallel with your your music. Like, what have been like? What would you, you share? Um, have been some of your experiences or, or biggest lessons learned? <sighs> that's a, that's a good question too. You know what? They're, they're, uh, sometimes the challenges are actually similar. Uh, I'll say it like this: putting out. Uh, this product uh, and this venture, uh, I've definitely blueprinted the model uh, or, or done it very similarly, like with you know producing or putting out a record, you know, promoting an sure. album. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of similar. You have to make sure you have all your pe- as many pieces, <laughs> the main pieces, way in advance ahead of time, so you can have a great rollout. You can have a great strategy, um, and these things they definitely take time. Um, to be honest. What was an advantage was the fact that because even though things shut down, I wasn't able to, perform, like myself and a lot of other um, artists and musicians and performance, uh, just performers, I guess, yeah. you know, because of the shutdown, it allowed myself and my team to really like, you know, social distance, but Zoom chat and really put together these, uh, conjure these ideas for via these brand themes these um our ethos and really just hone in and exactly what i'm envisioning in my head and what my team can help me visually construct all that and put that all together and put our strategy together our foundations our themes um so so for me again it was it was actually advantageous in that sense uh some of the challenges like anything man just just staying on people <laughs> just <laughs> really ready just, to get stuff just, done just, yeah <laughs> Yeah, man, just staying on people, yeah. you know, so in, in the, uh, how do I say it? When we, when I've had the opportunity to travel to Hawaii, yes. um, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. But I will say our bags come out a little bit later <laughs> Slower. than we arrive at other airports. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it, but it's shorter time. distance. It's like a shorter distance. Yeah, from- man, you just on Exactly. You just on you just on Maui time is what we do. You on Maui time, bro. You're on Maui time, and I'm cool with that. But it's kind of the same thing with the in the cannabis world and in other industries. And it, because of the shutdown, sure. things have happened when 
so it's it's for me it's the challenge has been knowing when to not force something but to light a fire and right. create a uh, not a sense of urgency necessarily, but a sense of like, yo, motivation, let's get this done because let's take our time with it and strategize. But at the same time, there's no better time than right now. Right. So it's really just trying to find, no find that, that middle ground on that surfboard on that wave. And that's been honestly the biggest challenge and uh, how that challenge transfers over into other realms uh, into this business venture. But uh, honestly, they're all challenges that are worth it, Justin. Totally. For me, uh, I wouldn't be doing it and talking to you about it and still this hype about it um, <laughs> if, if I didn't feel like it's it was such worth a it rush. I mean, day. whether it's a song that nobody likes or a song that everyone likes or a product like, you know, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in the consumer products world and, you know, something that everyone likes or something that nobody likes. I mean, it's just still, and until you put yourself out there, it's such a reward either way. You know what I mean? You learn something either way. But if you if you sit there and just think no about doubt. it, not do anything, then you'll never learn, you'll never evolve, you'll never grow, you know, and not challenge yourself. Uh, I totally agree. I'll be honest. That what you just said, I feel like that everyone defines defines everything based off of success and failure. Totally. You either fit into this category or that <laughs> right. category. There's nothing else. There's no subgenres. For me, I feel like the only way you can fail is like you like what you just said. You just don't do no, it. Don't, exactly. You don't get out of it. You don't go exactly. out. And you just don't try it. You don't go. At least if you go out and you try it, you can learn. You have the opportunity to learn, figure out what to do better, and move forward. And you know, continue to challenge. The only way you can grow is to continue to challenge yourself. Continue to put yourself in not just adverse situations, but to challenge yourself and and uh, hang around outside your comfort. For me, my comfort zone. You know, um, and a lot of it is. It's scary, you know. We're all we all have a similar fear, which is the unknown, and uh, we feel like this whole year has been the unknown. <laughs> you know <laughs> what next so. kind of thing. Well, at the same time, most of us, most of us that, that that I know of and have interacted with, have still, no matter what they've gone through and everything, we still get up and we still totally. continue on. We still move forward. <clears throat> well, it's opened you know? up new so opportunities, that, right? I mean, there's been new, more time for you is. to spend on things like being creative or coming up with new ideas or collaborating or whatnot that you wouldn't have had. Anyway, you you said it for me. It creates new opportunities as opposed to obstacles. So that's the way I look at it too. Okay, dude, this has been so awesome. I mean, I I knew we'd talk about so, your music and your your new business and whatnot, but I just love your perspective on life, but also just the the lessons. That I hope that our listeners, you know, as they, as they listen through today, you know, pick up those nuggets because there's some things that you know are worth writing down in a notebook and looking at every day. And so, Salvador, it's been so great having you on the podcast. Uh, thank you, Justin. I appreciate it. Yeah, and if anybody writes that stuff down, please write it down and then send it back to me because I forget what I say all the time. Man. Please let me know. I need to. So awesome. <laughs> no, nah, but it, it's been an honor for me too to be able to sh uh, uh, share. You know everything that I've been up to and, and what I'm doing. And yeah, if anybody else again wants to know, know more information about what I'm doing, please check out Via.Earth. And check out uh, SouthwestSantana.com. That is and awesome. And all the info you need up on And, there. dude, we'll have you back on as right your on. company gets off the ground and you get some new music out also. I mean, like, we'll, I'd love to have you back on down the road and, and share some of your lessons learned with our audience. That sounds dope, man. I appreciate that. Looking forward to it. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck and powered by Contender Brands. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. 
If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contendercast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.